How's it going, everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. So this is the Speaking of Harmony podcast, and this is episode 46. All right, before we go into today's subject, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell thing notifications. This is all my social media stuff. Don't forget to hit the like button. It helps a lot with the video. And also don't forget to subscribe to the mailing list, and the information is here in the video description. All right, today I really wanted to talk a little bit more about non-harmonic tones, because that's such an important... Um, subject for me I use it all the time in all kinds of stuff you know uh, and when I'm soloing when I'm comping when I'm composing it's a it's a, a natural generator of material you know of fragments of um, you know motifs and all kinds of materials that I can use to you know to compose or to improvise or to comp or to make a, a comment or a, a counter melody all kinds of stuff and there are all types of there are different types of non-harmonic tones and I felt that I, uh, I kind of touched upon some of that, but I haven't been really deep into some of that. And I think it's a good topic to talk about, to share with you guys. Um, so today I'm going to talk about one of them, and then I'll keep talking about it in the next episodes, right? But basically, the concept of what we call a non-harmonic tone, it's a note that doesn't belong to the chord, basically. When you have a progression... You know, you have some harmony, and the notes of those chords, they are, um, you know, chord tones, as we call it, right? And whatever else that it doesn't fit in the chord, as in its structure, is called a non-harmonic tone, right? And we have different names for them, you know, depending on their behaviors, what they do, and what kind of uh, context they're inserted. They, they, they're labeled, they have different names, and, you know, some people call them certain names, some people call other names, but... Um, I'm gonna just share how I see it and how I call it or how I label and especially how I use it which is the most important thing right so this thing I was playing in the beginning was just kind of improvising a little bit and using one of those right and the one that I'm you know I chose to talk about today is what we call the neighbor tone right <coughs> sorry what should be the neighbor tone right a neighbor tone is a non-harmonic tone and usually is a note that is attacked from a note from the chord and it's attacked you know it's either in the um, upward direction or downward direction but it returns to the note that set it off first right as an instance if i am example if i am in c major and i do right d is the non-harmonic tone right so c so you see that it starts from a note from the chord, attacked the non-harmonic tone, which is D, and then you went back and we turn to the note that set it off first. Right? I can do that in an upward direction like I did, like C, D, C, or I can do it in downward direction. C, B, C, right? You can go down or I can go up, right? But the uh, the you know the most important characteristics of this non-harmonic tone is that it must come back, it must return to the note that generated, right? I guess that's how I would put it. So if you think about it, let's say what I did here was in that a little intro thing I was doing, right? So that's a non-harmonic tone, a neighbor tone. See? 
right? It's a note that is uh, triggered by a note from the chord, and then it's attacked either up or down, but it returns to the note that previously attacked or generated it, right? That's the whole idea. And why this is important? Well, it's important because uh, these non-harmonic tones, they are, man, they're generators of ideas, right? Just given this exercise, I just kind of, you know, improvised this little thing, and that can just became a little theme, right? So I can do a little shoro. So just by utilizing this one non-harmonic tone, it already kind of set the game for me, right? I went with it and used that as my impulse, right, to uh, the generator of the material. So my thing became... Uh, and do all kinds of stuff, right? But of course, in the middle, I'm using all the non-harmonic tones, which I'm gonna address later, but I'm focusing on this one, right? So it's it's important to practice these non-harmonic tones enough so you have them kind of under your wing, under your, uh, you know, your toolbox, if you will, right, of stuff. So when you see me playing, um, you know, all these lines and all this, um, uh, you know, comments, this commentary types of voices when I'm playing a melody and on top and then underneath I'm playing some other stuff. You know, one answer I would give is like, what, how we do that? Well, that's how I do it. I use no harmonic tones, right? Sometimes I use, you know, the neighbor tones, sometimes there's a passing tone, it's all the ones, but it's a no harmonic tones, man. That's kind of the secret, you know, unveiled right, right here. In episode 46, right? I did at 46 episodes, you tell my secret. Just joking, but um, you know, so let's take a song like, um, there's a song that I really like, Esse Te Olhar, from Jobim, right? So Antonio Carlos Jobim, so it's, uh, it's something like that. Here is a, uh, you know, uh, open field of, you know, a clean slate to use no harmonic tones all the way, you know. I will keep to the ones we're talking about, the neighbor tones, right? So I can do, uh, like, let's say, in the commentary type of, uh, you know, interaction with the melody, right? So I'll play the melody, and then, again, if the melody permits, and in this case, the melody does permit because it goes and it stays to a long note, so it, it gives me the chance to comment, right? So let's say what I would do with neighbor tone, so. So here I have F sharp diminished, right? The melody is right here. So I have all these, all these notes from the chord and for the scale, whatever, to comment, to use as neighbor tone. So I'll probably do something, let's say, See what I'm doing? Like this is the chord and this. 
So I attacked the note from the chord, neighbor turn came back, right? Then G sharp diminished, so I did. This is a very simple type of comment. This is a basic um, neighbor tone. Uh, I did downwards, but I can do upwards too. So I can go. Yeah. Right? It's beautiful. It's like like I, I immediately have all this 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 framework that I can work with and it's just so simple. Right? I'm aware of the chords, what's going on, and I'm just using the non-harmonic tones to comment on stuff, right? It's it's great because you can do you can move the harmony again, like you can create movement within the voices and you're still really rooted into the chord, right? So this is one of them, right? The um, neighbor tone, that's a particular one, right? So let's try another tune. Let's say, the um, one I explained the other day, right? Black Orpheus. possibilities there man um, you know you can have uh, a scenario uh, to give another example as you know remember on that past episodes where we're talking about the voice when you pick where your voices should be and and given sometimes the register you're playing your melody is too low right that you have to somehow set up your arrangement to feature notes on top of the melody that fulfill the chord. And you can use those notes over there too, right? So I can do, let's say, let's say if I'm playing this song octave lower, so I don't have much space, so I put the notes on top. So. is now in the middle and I'm commenting on top right the the commentary voice is on a higher register and I'm using the no harmonic tones I'm using neighbor tone but up there right this is not an example I can put it in the bass if I want let's say uh, you know uh, mm -hmm. 
so many ways to do it, man. And this is just using using one no harmonic tones, like a, just a neighbor tone, and you already can do so much, right? So this is just what I wanted to call your attention for, and wanted to share, because I'm gonna be talking a little bit more about no harmonic tones because I think it's crucial, it's key uh, for anything, not only to play guitar or, or make your arrangement or uh, comment during the melody or soloing or composing generating ideas, right? No harmonic tones for me are gold. And I use them all the time and a lot. So I hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell notification. This is all my social media stuff. And don't forget to sign up for the mailing list. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much.